Hi, I'm Kurt Barnes. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible. It's my prayer that you would be continually growing in your relationship with Jesus and that this podcast would be one of the many tools that the Holy Spirit is using in your life to bring about transformation. Don't forget to press the subscribe button and remember, you can hear our full-length sermons at scf.tv. Welcome back to Your Daily Bible Podcast. We are going to be finishing the book of Philippians together today. We're going to be reading from chapter 4. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stay true to the Lord. I love you and I long to see you, dear friends, for you are my joy and the crown I receive for my work. Now I appeal to Eodia and Sintity, please, because you belong to the Lord, settle your disagreement. And I ask you, my true partner, to help these two women. For they worked hard with me in telling others the good news. They worked along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers, whose names are written in the book of life. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you've learned and received from me, Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. How I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or an empty with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Even so, you have done well to share with me in my present difficulty. As you know, you Philippians were the ones who gave me financial help when I first brought you the good news and then traveled on to Macedonia. No other church did this. Even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent help more than once. I don't say this because I want a gift from you. Rather, I want you to receive a reward for your kindness. At the moment, I have all I need and more. I am generously supplied with the gifts you sent me with Aphrodite. They are a sweet-smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to God. And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs with his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Now all glory to God our Father forever and ever. Amen. Give my final greetings to each of God's holy people, all who belong to Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me send you their greetings, and all the rest of God's people send you greetings too, especially those in Caesar's household. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Now, that's such an awesome book. And let me ask you this question. In the midst of hard circumstances or anxiety, it can be really difficult to see past the problems that are in front of us, much less present our requests rationally to God. 
to do it clearly and to do it with thanksgiving. What is there to be thankful for when you're facing bankruptcy or divorce or cancer? Shouldn't you be anxious when your relationship that you thought would last forever suddenly falls apart? What is there to rejoice about when you keep falling into the same sin over and over again? In Philippians 4, 4 through 6, Paul isn't telling us uh, to ignore the circumstances that we have. He's directing us to get a different perspective on those circumstances. He writes in Philippians 4, 8, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Paul isn't saying difficulties don't matter, but that they're part of a larger picture, a whole world filled with blessings too. If you're in the midst of difficult circumstances, two things are still true. First, those circumstances are threatening to consume your every thought and waking moment. Maybe they already have. But the second truth is this. In addition to the problems in your life, there's also wonderful blessings that you can't see often because our focus is on something else. When you and I are tempted to worry, we need to stop and begin to thank God for something different. Maybe you're facing bankruptcy, but you're still alive. Maybe your relationships have fallen apart, but there's still a God who loves you and cares about you and who has good plans in store for your future. Trouble and anxiety are real. But when we pause to recognize and be thankful to God, He gives us peace. Whatever good thing you can think about, it may seem irrelevant or trivial compared to the difficulties that you're facing. But God wants to use that moment to give you rest and bring you freedom. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you that you came to set us free that we were once held in chains, but the good news of your gospel set us free and is continuing to set us free every single day. Thank you, Jesus, for your good news. Thank you, Jesus, that you laid down your life for us so that no matter what we are facing, we have such a wonderful hope of a glorious future ahead of us. Thank you that your kingdom is coming into our world and into our lives today. And thank you, Jesus, that we are absolutely never alone because you are always with us. Amen.